Welcome to Ashley's Conspiracy Corner, the corner in which I, Ashley, have conspiracies, but and also my conspiratorial pals join me in conspiring today. Your confidants, your conspiratorial My confidants, yes. My, oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> I love when you speak French to me, babe. You're welcome. Um, welcome, you guys. This has been a wild um, last six to eight months of life for me so i apologize for my absence i know it's been felt um by pat only (laughs) (laughs) it's Um, because you know the man was trying to keep you from um releasing conspiracies right that's right actually the reason why the real reason why wasn't like work and like horrible (laughs) crippling anxiety and depression about the world it was in fact noah threatening to murder me i would i've deleted every episode uh she predicted everything that happened this arc so i had to delete it all it's true including Scramburger. Yes, you mean wasn't it Erzberger? Scrimburger. Scrimburger. Oh yes, including Scrimburger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, no one wants nothing way, to do. No one wants nothing to do with Scrimburger. Sadly, but you know, <laughs> little does no one know anything. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lay them on me. What do you so, got for me today? We are starting at the kind of midpoint of chapter four book four mm-hmm. after Urza and Zola have left Balderheim mm-hmm. and are now traveling through the mountains correct have narrowly escaped plebo yet again yes son of an absolute bitch um okay so that's kind of where we're starting but you had a really great idea prior to us beginning to record which is at the beginning of every episode we talk about our conspiracy Cocktail! Cocktail! Alright, so today's conspiracy cocktail, aka what we're drinking in the studio tonight. It's Friday. It's been a long fucking week. It we has. actually only worked for four days, but cheers to us. It's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of beer? It's a Peroni. Peroni. A Peroni beer. <clears throat> my Italian um, so like yeah. It's a wood drink. I think that it, it's gonna get everyone nice and cozy. Grab your, if you don't have it already, hit pause and go, go get, get your a, conspiracy a cocktail. This, tonight's a, is tonight's a beer. beer. So you gotta get a beer. Next or week it could be. something similar, I guess. Yeah, like a Moscow Mule. Maybe not, <laughs> though. Okay, cut that, cut that. Anyway, so, okay. We're starting at episode 59. Correct. So, oh gosh, I have to really bring myself back because it was nine episodes ago. Nine or ten episodes, nine episodes ago. I mean, yeah. So I literally start my note saying, same thoughts as Lisa. (laughs) 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 Really good. I have no idea what I was referring to. Seems like her people, seems like Zola's people, were set up as well. Wonder if the dragon is in cahoots with the Omni Malum. I will, right off the bat... Dispel this conspiracy. Ugh. I'm sorry. And you make it so unfun. I'm sorry. Listen, it's only because okay. So the chromatic- who is the dragon in cahoots with? The dragon. You should see Noah's face right now. I'm trying to understand Lisa, the you question. You should see Noah's face right now. Okay, so the dragon lords Anakra and Frigidich rule the Chromatica, who basically kind of inhabit many of the peaks of the Orboros Mountains, specifically, mm-hmm. essentially ending where. Balderheim is and going west mm-hmm. to where the six peaks are, where Anacra, Deathmonger's Den, Lavastrum, and Anacra and is. Deathmonger are the same thing. Yes, that's just like his, you know, like his surname. Yeah. <laughs> Anacra first name, Anacra last name, Death- Deathmonger. Mr. Deathmonger, Mr. Deathmonger. Thank you. Or um, you know, mixed. Not sure. But so, oh, Mister, Mister. Um, but so basically, they are their own entity. They right. settled so they're, there. So they're, they're standing in, in the way of the Omni Malum. Understood. Yes. Understood. Anacra, as we learn at the end of this arc, mm-hmm. has been doing a bit of meddling. He worked with Gangren mm-hmm. to create those magic items for his other lords to kind of, you know, 
keep them on his side. Lord dragons. The other Lord dragons. Um, but then also created the hammer to trick Ertz's family into essentially bringing corruption into the dwarven I couldn't kingdoms. even believe that when that dropped. But we're going to get there. We're going to get there. That's episode 50, 68. So. Yes. So to, that was my diffusal of that is that the Omnimalum. The Omnimalum. Diffusion and refusal. <laughs> that's right. We love that. Um, the Omnimalum and the Chromatica are not working together. In fact, they are diametrically opposed. Okay. Thank you. Wow. And that's actually where NP <laughs> no ties pointing in. at me. <laughs> and that's actually where NP ties in because if you remember, the Omnimalum had essentially NP to be like, we're going to raise this dragon to be on our side. Oh. And then Anakra is going to be like, oh shit, that's a gold my, dragon. That's my That's egg. like my arch nemesis. No. <laughs> That was Alethea's Oh, name. right, right, right. Sorry. I keep, I always, and I was saying this to Lisa earlier as we were conspiring against you. Uh, I keep getting the egg and the crown me- mixed up and thinking that the egg and the crown are the same thing, which they're not. They are not. The egg is currently safe in Valtor. In a human slash dragon. In a human slash dragon form. Not an egg anymore. Not an egg anymore. No longer an no egg. No longer an egg. Um, and then the crown is currently being held in a pocket dimension by Marfin, I believe. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that refresher, because I'm sure people were like, where the fuck are these items? That's exactly. I'm, this is what I want this episode to be. Not only a scathing roast yeah. of me, but also a way to help remember much of what happened. Actually, it's so funny because um, epi- I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. In episode 60, in one of my notes, I say, um, ask more about dragons because that shit is cool, which you kind of already did. So we can strike through that. I'm happy that I could have going back confirmed. <laughs> to 59. Um, I also wrote, I was having trouble pronouncing, uh, the name of the hammer. So I just wrote big Aaron's fort. That's pretty close. Big Aaron's fort. Big Aaron's fort. Big Aaron's fort. Okay. Moving on. So then I put a note that says, oh fuck, Lindberger slash Scrimberger. Isn't this the time when you were like Scram and the Shard and like, and Limburger, they're kind of all mushed together or something? Was that what the theory was there? Yes, I think so. I think so. I think we already talked about this a little bit. Okay. Um, moving on. All right. Moving on. Episode 60. Lindberger says he defied death. Mm, a careful ear you have, my friend. What does he mean he defied death? I will not necessarily clarify fully, but I will say that. Those who have been with us from the beginning do know that he is one, a necromancer, and two, he traveled all the way south to the Pale Wastes, past Phase Rot, where that's where Brigid and Baba were, passed there all the way to Deathbright Spire in the very, very south to visit Nula, the Voidmaker, to learn about, like, the secrets of undeath and life and sustaining life How? in the in the efforts to strengthen the first might in their fight against the Leoniel army slash the war of the Mare Mara. Like he during that time he was like, "You guys, we are losing too many of our people. We need to find a way to keep our soldiers strong and alive. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go study with this very very famous necromancer who is supposedly understood lichdom is like an undead." long-living individual. I'm going to go talk to them about it. Uh, So left for it, and then on the way back, that's when he got trapped inside of a gem. Hmm. I'm glad you hmmed, because the listeners really can't hear a stare. (laughs) Hmm. So Lindberger, a real person. A real... Lindberger, a (laughs) real person. A real person. That's what the people who, if anyone reviews my show, they're going to start saying that about all the people I named after cheese. Uh, Scorgatola, a a real real character in this podcast, You're going to get some horrible Yelp reviews. (laughs) Someone's going to roast us. Yelp. (laughs) (laughs) Just good. The wrong place to leave a review. I'm going to leave a review on Yelp for the podcast. I am too. Okay, so Lindberger. A real person. A real person. An orc from orc. the first mind. We do like know that he was like an advisor and and throughout the story we have come across people who know who he is, right? Yeah, people have heard of him like he's kind of like a name that inspires a, a degree of fear sure. and I think that also but confidence. I mean, no one that Zola has met has been like, I like and trust Limburger. But that's okay. also because Zola has not met any orcs slash half orcs mm-hmm. who live in the who live in the Empire mm-hmm. who are like 
pro groom slash Limburger loyalists. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those people might be with the actual first might north okay. of the mountains. Fair. Okay, moving on from Limburger. For now. For now. He says the shark. Well, he alludes to the shark in this like dream where he we see Lindberger's nasty face, his ugly, goopy face. Yeah, his decaying face. Goop, goop. Um, he says the shard. He alludes to the shard not being a child, and all along we kind of like he has this like I'm new like mentality, but he's also very powerful, so we can like assume that he's not a child. But this kind of like cemented that for me. I really, th- I really mm. felt like a little scared because Zola had kind of been not patronizing him, but like treating him as if he were new and therefore looking out for him. And someone can construe that as like childlike. Um, and so it kind of was like a little. Ooh. Yeah. Like, could he uh, not be young? Like, is there a possibility that. They are like far older. I believe that the exact words that were used by Limburger were essentially say in the voice. Zola was like, "He's a child," and he was like, oh. is, "Is that what you think he is, or like, is that what you think it is, or something like that?" Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like. 100% the Limburger gets a different read off of the shard though mm. nothing has been confirmed in this conspiracy corner we Yeah will I mean see. I'm still like There's cool. still a lot I mean as you know something very <laughs> the shard was quickly quickly shunted into another part of the story essentially So march with the tusk to take what is theirs he has always wanted to be the witch heiress he's jealous of her <laughs> <laughs> So no march with the tusk to take what is theirs. He has always wanted to be the witch heiress. It seems like he is jealous of Gorgonzola. You know, he's definitely hinted at, as you said, he is an advisor Just like, or some sort of high-ranking official. Like he's hinted at knowing Zola's mom. Like yeah. there's something going on with his desire for power. I yeah. would say, you know, I mean, that's very clear. He's clearly like, I, I should be in charge and making some decisions. Do you think it's similar to how uh, that other wood elf wants Brigid's job? And this is just an allegory for how men think that women, young women, can't fucking lead. No comment. Wow, Noah. <laughs> Specifically, no comment on Theobroma. I won't make any comments on him. Limburger is... Fuck Theobroma. Limburger is a shitty person. I don't think he's necessarily rooting in any gender specifics, but he's certainly like, I am the best one for the job. Everyone else sucks. Come to me. I have a goopy eye and that is falling down my face. And that's okay. Because hold on, that's hold on. who save I this, Save this. Save this. When I, I can't pay you for this impression. We're going to need you for the actual I like, be getting animated show. <laughs> Um, so then that comes to my note where I say ask more about the dragons because that shit is cool. So let's go over the dragons. We have Anacra. We have Frigidich, the fire and ice dragons. That's right. They're just like the dragon roller coaster fire and ice from Universal Studios Disneyland. Exactly. That I went like to that. when I was eight and um, it was fun. Yes. So they are. That's two. Then gangrene. That's uh, so red, blue. And then gangrene is green. Correct. Gangrene. Gangrene, gang, gang. Yep. Then we have um, Alethea. Who is gold, gold, but not a member of the Chromatica. Which is weird because you would no, think no, no. Chromatica would be a metal. Would, but would Chromatica is chromatic colors. So it's just oh. like, yes, exactly. See, that fucks me up. Yeah. It's metallic dragons and mm. chromatic dragons. Um, dragons. Okay, so we and got so green, chromatica, red, blue. Yes. What else? Green, red, blue, and then uh, purple, which is Drork, who is like an underdark de- dragon. Uh, then there's uh, oh. Blitzburn the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, we already have a blue. Frigidich. No, Frigidich is a white dragon. Oh, was she cold? She's very cold. Which she might be blue, a little bluish, but a no, she's a, blue. a little blue. But no, she's a she's a white dragon. And then um, last out of them is Caustic the Decayer, who is a black dragon. That's the one who got their wings torn off by Ambledorf, the silver dragon. Okay, so there's two good dragons. One is Aletheia, one is Ambledorf. There's technically three, but only two are alive. The other other one one? is Falstaff, and that's a... Funny dragon, fat, who drinks a lot. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) Um, uh... (laughs) Come on. Please stop reading my notes. Uh, Yes, he's... uh, Actually, you know what? I'll say this right here. 
He lives in... Guys, you heard it here first. He lives in Risenwell, which is where Lady Delilah is. That's the, where the beer is. Um, Right? No. Oh. Risenwell? I thought Risenwell was the wheat. No, that's Meadowmead. No, bummer. So many things to remember. I know. <laughs> so, Sorry, go ahead. So Falstaff lives in Risenwell, which is where Lady Delilah of the Council of Lords is from. The one who was like looking at that monkey that mm. uh, Dean Flaychantress was like, like with tugging scary on her eyes. Chain. Yeah, she was like looking at it. You couldn't really tell the kind of. Do you think that monkey is a person that she polymorphed? No comment. <gasps> oh my god, who is it? Then so Falstaff. Oh my god, wait. So fa- so Falstaff okay. is from. Um, Risenwell. If you like, look at Emeralia. It's like Ambledorth in the far, far west, and far, far and Fartstaff and <laughs> Falstaff in the far, far um, east. Okay. As the kind of defenders of the coastlines. Ambledorf. Dorth. Ambledorf. Dorth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ambledorf. Yes, Ambledorf the Learned, which is a silver dragon. Falstaff. Which is a bronze dragon, uh, and then Alethea the gold dragon, who has passed and now would be essentially replaced by NP, right. the gold dragon. So we've got, um, Alethea is the only dead dragon. Um, of the metallics. Of the chromatic, the blue dragon Blitzburn is dead. Why? Um, killed by, um, I believe, the other dragons slash, like, the forces that united against them in the in these dragon wars. Uh-huh. I'd have to check my notes specifically, but certainly dead. Uh-huh. Um, Drork is also dead. The wings guy. The uh, No, Caustic is alive, oh. but Drork oh, is dead. Sad, sad little lizard. Just a, Yeah, just a big lizard now. Frigidich, Wait, Drork is the which color? Purple? Purple and is dead. And then Gangren went missing. Drork was killed by forces within the Underdark. They weren't yet affiliated with the Omnimalum yet because the Omnimalum didn't exist yet. Wow. But this was like, you know, this was like the drow that lived down there that were working honestly with the surface people to fight these dragons. Maybe that's how Lord Akion got his job because he was the one who dealed the final blow. Well, it was... Lord Akion dealt. dealt. <laughs> um, Lord Akion wouldn't have been alive because this all happened like two thousand years ago, essentially. All those. The great, 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 yeah, yeah. grandmother uh, of Lord Akion. Yes, yes, did yes. Dealt okay. the final blow to Drork. Yes. I should have taken notes because I forgot some of it, but I hope this becomes useful for everyone here. And then Gangren missing. Missing. Helped Anakra create the weapons to unite all the dragons right. and also trick the dwarves and then vanished. Why did he do that? Nobody knows. Why he go? Why he go? That's not how you frame a conspiracy. He go because he is Paragon incarnate. Oh, there you go. That's the new conspiracy. You never know. You never know. All right. So back to Monkey Lady very briefly. <laughs> okay. So what's her face? From Risenwell. Lady Delilah. Was looking at Flay, who had the monkey, who was looking very like, that's not a real monkey. Yeah, Lady Delilah was like looking at the monkey specifically, and Flay was like, you know, had the monkey on like a a leash and was kind of being a little bit cruel to it. Really? Yeah. So what if the monkey is the emperor? Autark? Yeah, Autark Aurelius is monkey. He he does make public appearances, but perhaps he is getting... A clone spell. <laughs> this actually is getting very conspiratorial. And good. Yes, I... All right, so uh, confirmed the monkey confirm. is someone, but not the emperor, potentially. Confirmed the monkey is someone. Wow, you never do that. You never say, I think I just bullied you into confirming. No, I'll tell you this. The reason why I'm confirming is because there's some secrets in this story that aren't going to necessarily be revealed. You know, I don't want, like, to, I don't want Lisa to have to spend <laughs> every single... going to hear this and double back for the monkey. No, no. <laughs> I, I don't want I don't want Lisa to feel the pressure to close every loose end. Do you I know just, what I mean? So, like, totally. in general, I'm, I'm like, something like that. I'm like, yeah, sure, you can know that. I mean, that's not going to affect what the, tra- the trajectory of the story so far. So, yeah. but yeah. Is a polymorph wow. person. Wow, is a polymorph. so cruel. She's so cruel. She's a very cruel person. She's so cruel. Um, Don't forget it. It just makes me think, like, wow, like, what a um, 
boss Ooh. ass bitch. Yes, of course. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it makes me think like what uh like what if we hadn't walked into where NP was? And what if we hadn't convinced NP? Like what if we just were like, okay, we'll come back for you later. They would have when the time was oh, right, right been used, used it against against the chromatica. And would essentially because the goal was and like us. And and you guys. So basically the goal was like for yes, while you were in the socket, she would have been released to attack you. Mm-hmm. Or like would have been controlled by mages to attack you. Totally. Also, she would have you guys wouldn't have saved her. She would have stayed there. The Omni Malum would have used that as a way to kind of be like, hey, Ambledorth, hey, Falstaff, this is a gold dragon. We are in, in control of her. Yeah. And she because of that, like Gold Dragons kind of are the top of the hierarchy. This is the equivalent of like these two kind of equal lords being born, and then suddenly a king is like actually high above them. They kind of owe fealty to protecting right, her. Right. And so the Omni Malum was gonna take advantage of that and be like, you guys now have to work for us and we're all gonna take out the the chromatica and then we're gonna conquer this continent altogether. Wow, did you know And then or- maybe I'll kill you guys or whatever. <laughs> I'm paragon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you know or did you think that that's what was going that's what we would do did you think that that you would save NP yes I okay. did think so okay, cool. I was I was Interesting. very confident that you guys would not be like here is this clearly abused young woman mm-hmm. and le- I'm gonna leave her <laughs> like you know what I mean? first if you guys both were like we don't have time. Smite would have been like, that's actually really fucked up. I'm not going to leave her. You know what I mean? Like, I think Smite yeah, would have. Yeah. As, as a DM and as the the character, I would have been like, are you sure you want to leave this? This is like a moral choice of choosing to leave her. But anyways, that's from chapter 48, baby. Mm-hmm. That's way, way, way back. Uh, I wrote six item from Anacra crown, which I believe is. We now confirmed it's Begarensfort. The crown was Elethia's crown stolen by Anacra. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, the big errands for it is the hammer. That Gangren made to trick the dwarves for Anacra. Right. Right. And so let's go through the dragons, their color, and their thing. Go. Okay. So. Blitzburns. Blue. And got Blitzburns Blade, Blade. which, uh, again, you have in another campaign. That's right, I do. Caustic had a cannon that was basically like an attachment to their, like, breath um, weapon weapon that allowed it to kind of focus fire these, like, incredible, horrible, like, acid poisony breath. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and that was for Caustic. That was for Caustic. Then uh, Gangren got a wand because Gangren uh, is a caster. Mm. So um, was like, I'm going to use this. Gangren, green, caster, caster. wand. Frigidish has the flail, as Mm -hmm. we know, which um, is pretty much just like an incredible flail. You know, a lot of these were, again, just like honorable weapons that they were given to bring these dragon lords in. They were like, whoa, Anacra's giving shit away. Right. And who helped Anacra craft them? Gangren. Oh, so the yes. two of them. The two of them teamed up. Green and Gangren, red. Because Gangren was like, I, oh, you're coming to me. Like, I can, I'm the smart one. I'm going to try and use this to trick you. Mm. You know, like that was probably Gangren's perspective. While like, Nacro Gangren, was like, oh, yeah. I probably, we'll I trick expect you. that you are going to trick me. I'm going to trick you. Yeah. But more importantly, help me trick everyone else yeah, to sure. do this thing. Yeah, So, um, And then Jork had a dagger. What color he? Purple. Got it. But he dead. And now who has that dagger? The dagger is lost. You don't know where the dagger is. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think that's all of them. And then Begarensfort was Anacra's, but it was actually the dwarves. That was like the whole thing. Oh, so Anacra doesn't have like a weapon. No. Anacra, but he has the evoker stone in his throat. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't really need a weapon. Interesting. But again, Anacra's untrained. Like Anacra can't. That's why he didn't have a use for the crown aside from keeping it pristine in his collection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't know how to cast spells. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So he was like, this is just my treasure. And yeah. then he had already swallowed the evoker stone. And it's just like a powerful item. You know, it's just he's, ability, he's allowed to manipulate his breath weapons kind of power. How did the Evoker Stone get caught in Anakar's throat? Did he eat it because he was greedy? Like, where did he find it? Like, how did we get here? He he acquired it when he killed Alethea. And he tore it out of the crown. And it kind of, like, got caught in his throat. Um, which gave him that kind of lisp. Um, nasty tonsil stone. Yes. And then, yeah, the story. And that's the story from there, my friend. You all wow. know it from there. Wow. Um, we just kept it in there. <laughs> 
In episode 65, um, we meet Charlotte mm-hmm. and we learn more about the Creator Forge and the Plane of Fire and how the All Fire was created by Mistra, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think something that I totally understood or knew as Brigid. Yeah, so I mean, as we know, Corellin is the one who brought the All Fire Spirit to the Material Plane to the first Keeper. But, like, essentially, Mistra, like, All the Allfire is sentient fire, right? right? And so, basically, before that, the plane of fire was just full of fire, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, all that it normally has. Mm-hmm. But then Mistra came and was like, I'm gonna, like, make your fire intelligent. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe not in, like, a way that it's gonna talk to you directly, but in a way that it has, like, an understanding of, like, the world. It understands what its purpose and mm-hmm. what it can do. You know what I mean? So... And it's really, um, it was really interesting that all of the acolytes of Mistra were, like, very shocked that the Allfire could be wielded. Yes, because to them, it's, like, this huge spirit. Um, and they're also, again, you gotta remember... All these people very separated from this history, which happened for them like tens of thousands of years ago, right? So they're like, wait, wait, wait. There was a legend that like the All Fire was brought to the Material Plane, but like that's just a legend. And she's like, no, bitch. Like I know the <laughs> I know the lady who's fucking wielding it right now, and she's a teen, and she's based. She's a teen in Elven years. Um, but yeah, so it was. That's so crazy. It, it's crazy. That's it's a little. I, it's just a little connection between Brigid and the Plane of Fire and this scenario that's going on. It was a really interesting choice to do the time differences. Um, what um, what brought you to that decision? Well, I think it is both logical and very fascinating. The idea of like a time dilation between realities, like I, like in the universe or multiverse of Try Not to Die, like. There it could be, you know, timelines going at the same exact time, you know, all these different things. But to me, like, in the basic wheels that surround the material plane, it makes sense that they kind of are operating on a different time scale. And mm-hmm. fire and the elemental planes, it made sense to me that they'd been going for a lot longer. And also they were, they like, because things are just happening so fast, their elements are getting changed all the time, like, that maybe time was moving faster there. So, uh, yes, it, it it kind of, I, one, really, really wanted to that to be just, like, something that was a reality of traveling between planes. That's uh, really cool. Depending on the plane, depends on the speed and the time dilation. It also was really helpful. In, and, two, it's yeah, very logical, helpful. Like yeah, it's like, I as a DM and as a person running a story podcast, I want to give the story the respect it deserves and i want to also respect the time that the story needs to develop the way it's going so i need a little bit of a refresher as to like the i guess i wish i had like one big map to be like you know we go here then we go here then we go here then we go here so zola and urza leave balderheim they walk through the mountains they get to in their travels when they're we're rolling on the encounter table. Zola slash Lisa rolls for a plane of fire encounter, which we know is one of the ways that she could have gotten into Anacra's horde. Because we I know Anacra has a portal in his horde that he uses to essentially go out and hunt in another plane without having like the forces of the Empire and the even just like the chromatica get a chance to sneak into his horde like he doesn't want to leave his horde on the material plane but he event you know does need to eat there there's this illusion that anacra spending all of his time in his horde he never leaves his horde but in reality he's like i got a secret back door that i'm using to go into the plane of fire so i can like keep terrorizing people because again his portal is in the creator forge which is protected by this cult so he's like i have essentially a gateway protected by followers of mine that i could go use to go steal and kill and hunt and whatever and then i could come back here and the illusion that i have been here the whole time has been maintained because it takes milliseconds or like minutes or even hours maybe for me to go over there and spend like weeks there because of the time dilation yeah and then just come back and be like oh i was i was here the whole time Wow, that's so interesting. I don't think that I fully understood <clears throat> that. So, but I don't think clarify. I don't think that I am. I think I'm an outlier. I think probably everyone else understood that. 
Maybe, you but know, I appreciate I'm happy to clarify. It yeah, it's he's he's basically like I really need to leave so I can like hunt and steal because I am so greedy and I really like. I mean, he's not literally saying that, but like that's the drive behind it is that he he wants to consume, mm-hmm. he wants to take, mm-hmm. but he's also terrified of having people steal from him, mm-hmm. and that was already confirmed once just months ago for him. Right. So he was like. I mean, if anything, that confirms something that he had been holding on to for thousands of years already. But he was wow. like, fuck, I slip up one time. Look what fucking happens. Right, right, right. Gets really mad, goes to the plane of fire, freaks out for a little bit. Yeah. But it only takes a little bit of time. So he can do all that and still come back. Wow. And so Charlotte, um, Charlotte, what's her last name again? Charlotte Amira. Charlotte and Amira. And Amira is like a title. It's like princess. Right, right, right. Very cool. So she's been just dealing with this for so many, many, Her many whole years. life, yeah. And her people have been dealing with it for quite some time. And yeah. in her lifetime was when her city was destroyed. By and, Anacra. By Anacra. And they, are like, essentially all the people who live in the plain fire are, like, nomadic now. Right. And and also love Mistra. Um, well, the Acolytes, the those kind of Azer, those dwarvish kind of creatures, they were Mistra adorers, so mm-hmm. to speak. The City of Brass, like, kind of... Didn't kind of fell. It was like they fell off. You know, they kind of got they got enthralled in their own kind of machinations and polit- politics and money and trade between the planes. Mm-hmm. And then all this kind of went down, and they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like we kind of stopped caring about this, and then realized that um, while we stopped caring about it, you guys fucked up, and they got through. Like an acro got through and like mm-hmm. fucked us up. You know, like mm-hmm. that's why there's like a back and forth between them. Yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, lots of lore. Lots of lore. It's incredible that you have created so many layers. Thank you. Just in case someone dumb like me asks. It's true. It's true. Um, It's true. So the Creator Forge, and you don't have to go into excruciating detail here, but tell me more. I I don't know how much more there is to tell. The The Creator Forge is a temple... It's um, it, it's not it, it's a forge. So is it like a pool of fire and lava, or is it just a temple? It is as described, like a temple. As made, per my email, as per me. my oh email, my God, I'm it is sorry. It is filled with transmutation crystals. Like it's okay. filled with those orange topaz crystals, right? And those kind of coalesce into the main chamber area where there used to be a sort of like altar where they could channel all this transmutation magic and send it like you know it would like like shoot out the top of the volcano Mm -hmm. and like they could cast spells kind of like how in um uh ragnarok yeah like in ragnarok or whatever like or or any sort of thing where there's like a temple and like a light shoots out the top of it you know like that's what it would look like when they were using it to create cities and stuff like that and and so how would they do that they would just like a boom like a big old beam and then a, a city would appear it is and this both covers my and also provides a solid answer it is a lot of knowledge that these people will have to relearn because it is essentially you know I mean they saved some of the literature on how they used it but they had to escape when it was taken over like all those years ago by Anacra and now all of Anacra's followers are killed so now they can re-inhabit it and like go like let's figure this out again right and there's all sorts of ruins inside of the creator forge that they can try and like learn from and stuff exactly they're gonna like reverse engineer like how did they use this to essentially like did they shoot the beam up and like direct it with their minds was there a mirror system you know like what what was actually going on yeah cool so they'll spend their time doing that that was actually really helpful thank you for clarifying happy to help okay so we conspiracy confirmed we've gone through um episode 65 kind of 67 pretty much till almost the finale up until zola's unfortunate accident and then the anacra heist Yes, so which is the end of this arc. So actually, I didn't write any notes about Zola's eye, but this is a perfect segue into the fact that not only do we have my conspiracies, but conspiracies from our listeners. Mm. So I have a list here of different conspiracies, and I think that um, I will save the very best for last. Okay, okay. Feel free to give credit as due, but no pressure. The, actually, you know what? We can, we'll say it at the top. We got to, we got a few of these from... Um, our I'll say for... for I'm going to start with Ilana's conspiracies. So thank you so much, Ilana, for submitting your conspiracies. I love when you conspire with me. We love the conspiracies. And I love you. We love you. Most hopeful conspiracy is that Zola does find her mom. They do team up. And then a big battle happens. 
obviously. Obviously. We want that's the I'm goal, starting baby. with Ilana's conspiracies because Ilana's conspiracies are more like hopes and dreams. They are certainly some aspirations for Zola. So most hopeful conspiracies as Zola does find her mom, they do team up and a big battle happens. I think that that's very they're very possible. You know, I won't say. I won't say if neither confirm nor you know, deny. Neither confirm nor deny. The next one is Zola is Stregarede despite breaking tradition. Agree, hard agree. That I, I feel like is subjective. Yeah, you know, I would like the listeners to make up their own mind about this. Do you guys think that tradition? here like is like a magic overpowering force that negates like a inspirational i am it regardless or is it about belief and strength and belief and whether or not you or think in this case are. zola thinks she is i think zola Leave loves the comments baby true i think zola like loves the idea of being stregorede but like as like a thing a cool thing that that they could make their own but do i think that Zola identifies with the like the groomshi Lindberger Stregorede vibe. No. Yeah. Ilana thinks slash hopes that the shard will come back with help from her mama. Mm. Wow, could be. Could be. Could so be like thinks that essentially Zola's mom mozzarella will assist. will assist to get to that plane. Mm. Maybe I will add to this. Maybe mozzarella is on the astral plane. Mm. Be sure he has the shard in hand. Maybe she's actually the big bad. Maybe Lindberger. She's groomed. <laughs> maybe Lindberger is talking to her through the shard right now, trying to convince her to go on that date that she blew him off for many, many, many years ago. I Moving don't know on. If you're free tonight, it's Friday. <laughs> I have these Pironis. <laughs> no biggie. I just kind of had them in the fridge. I didn't pick them up especially Incredible. for you. So next one is least hopeful. The Omni Malum and Chromatica fight, leading to one of them beating the other and the victor having nothing to stop them. Mm. That is this extreme risk, well, that especially ex- based on the Frigidich attack that's true. set up. Also scared, Zola won't find her mom and that Groomsh and Lindberger return to the material plane. Mm. Always... Always a possibility. Always a possibility. We leave it up now to that, dice, so. Especially now that, you know, Zola has made a deal with the devil. Yeah, now that Zola is fully... An eye for an eye. An eye for an eye, baby. Like, now that Zola is linked to Groomsh, there's a strong possibility that she is going to be compelled to assist in his machinations to return. There is only so many um, charming things a teen can say before she's overtaken by an actual god. Yeah, it's, you know, t- teenage rebellion. is only so cute. <laughs> it, only, it, only, it only stands up to gods for so long. True. And Smells I really like... was like, oh, so there's so many moments that in that episode. So teen. An eye for it. an eye. Where it was so teen, the honesty of a teen is just so too true to to too true. Rocked Would, me like doesn't to my matter. Core. They're gonna face down a god and speak their mind, even if you're like, no, 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 don't do that, please, please, don't say anything. Yeah, yeah and like, it's great that that did happen, but do I think that that's the way it's gonna go again? Absolutely not. Mm. So, uh, and then Ilana's final conspiracy, which I do love. Ilana's calling it. Cece Rose and Zola are reunited, but Cece Rose is killed. Once again, always going to come down to dice. I will never take the life of a character without there being some sort of roles involved. Unless that character is so unimportant to the story that it's like, like, I'm trying to think of someone like. I'm trying to think. It's like I don't want to say someone and then have people be like, "What is that? Are you kidding me?" That's, you know. So okay. Um, if Dorf and Diddlepiss passed away, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like that. It's like that's not a crazy conspiracy. Like that's not gonna weigh on the plot too yeah, much. Yeah, like yeah. if he was killed when those soldiers from Aurelia were sent to retake Padwick from Lord Cravern, like that would just be like a oh no moment, not yeah. like a. For sure. No, I can't believe Noah killed Dorothy. You know what I mean? Like- I know. And actually, when Zola uh, gets all of her messages on her speaking stone and the one from Cece Rose cuts out, I honestly did think that you killed Cece Rose. I did. I mean. I thought it would be really dramatic. I, I'm, I'm literally listening to the show being like, what's the most dramatic thing that could happen now? I, you know, I guess you caught me in a little conspiracy reveal right there is that some, maybe things aren't good, but. Cicero's is not yet 
gone from this realm. Maybe things aren't good, but Cece Rose is not yet gone from this realm. Realm. I, I'm always going to say it in a way that's going to inspire more conspiracies. So Obviously. Wink, and wink, it, it's crazy wink. being in the room. The electricity between our eyes right now. The passion. No, not these, that. I mean, the electricity. Nope, nope, just, okay. Um, the friendship? <laughs> the boner fall. The boner kill. <laughs> Wait, a slide whistle. Okay, moving on. Keeping that all in. Moving on to Kate Hunt. Thank you for being such an avid listener, for making such beautiful artwork of our dear Zola. Seriously, go check out their Instagram. I'll actually, I'll put it, I'll put Kate's Instagram in the um bio of this episode it's so arts and it farts out. right it's arts and farts but i don't i don't know where the z's go so i'm yeah, gonna yeah, just yeah. post it in the bottom it's arts and farts i think with both z's we'll put everyone's uh everyone who, Anybody who submitted we, we'll put your ig in the liner notes if you have anything that you are you know like any businesses we'll plug them for you yeah um, and everybody does so because we're all hustlers we're all hustlers so, baby girl bosses i just you're not a girl boss you are a goddess and i just want to say thank you for all the support all the listening and all the artwork and incredible these artwork. crunchy beautiful succulent conspiracies Ooh, I'm hungry for so them. kate's first one stilton is some sort of lily potter style slash kubo in the two strings slash love magic that is actually a part of mozzarella sent to protect and guide zola 100% agree. No conspiracy there. Absolutely agree. You agree too. I will neither confirm or deny. Fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> Moving on. But again, it is, you know, definitely Kate. Good picking up on the fact that, you know, it's not talked about a lot how the Paper Drakes spoke to Stilton and were like, oh, you're this? Interesting. You know what I mean? Like they said they had some sort of conversation that basically like... God, why didn't I pick up on that? It's so quick. It was literally like being like, oh, interesting. I haven't seen like blah, 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 blah. I haven't seen one like like you. Yeah, exactly. So it was uh, a subtle... And he's a a green little gem. He was a green little like... Mode of light. Mode of light in the... In um, Groomsh's land. In the astral sea. Right. So what's green color magic? Um, green color magic is necromancy, but that could be... Oh, so he's just green. You know what? I will not make any more comments about the color. I will just tell you that green is not necessarily exclusively necromancy, but also don't discount necromancy if you no want to No, it's so smart. Me. I can't... Like, There's just I a lot of... I, I can't gotta, yeah. trick them. I gotta get them more drunk next time. More conspiracy cocktails. More conspiracy cocktails. All right. Uh, this one I love... This one I love from Kate. Zola's new eyeball may act as a potential little window for Groomsh into what she's doing slash used to potentially control her. So, one, I don't think it's an eye for him to see her because I already think that he saw her because of all the comments he made about her being a failure. So it's clear that he's all knowing and all seeing and can see her all the time. Kind of like Santa Claus, but only the devil. Exactly. Well, you know what? I'll actually say this. I think that... You know, because of the sacred seals that keep the outer planes from interfering with the material plane of Feyfall, one could essentially say that Groomsh is like aware in like a sense kind of way mm-hmm. but perhaps i think kate is insinuating this is like a can close an eye and get a pov view from zola's eye totally. I think that that's what kate is saying fair enough and i think maybe like the tusk is also like could ne- potentially be a scrying item potentially potentially and then you had a what was confirm the or deny confirmed that i will not deny or confirm to deny or confirm. so then the other part of it slash used to control her i do think that that, that could be very possible um conspiracy confirmed we already saw that she was unable to like she had to actively will herself out of her furious bloodline which should have ended it's like it, it was it was one of these moments where Zola was forced into her furious bloodline when she came back up to one right and then on top of that was like Okay. Is that always going to happen when she goes when she goes down to one? Can neither confirm nor deny. All I'm going to say is that clearly Groomsh is 
uh, like I mean the I burned when it happened like Groomsh is having a degree of control to what degree we do not know and to what like what he can actually do with her we do not know but I will say that Kate confirmed the eye is definitely a link to Groomsh, and he is clearly able to do things to Zola. But she can't do anything about that. She can contest it with a save, but depending on the saving throw, it may be really hard. And For the example, way Zola the wisdom rolls. was a the wisdom save was a DC twenty wisdom save. Zola got it with a nat twenty, meaning Zola has to crit to successfully beat the wisdom save of the tusk. That's crazy. That I didn't know crazy. that when I made that DC. I forgot what her wisdom was. Spoiler alert. I forgot. Read your character sheets, DMs. Oh, oh my god. It's okay. It's honestly makes it even more, like, I love it, actually. It makes so much sense. It's an artifact from a god. Like, yeah. It's going to be hard to fucking, like, resist. For sure. At least. For sure. I should have made a DC 30. Just kidding. Just kidding. Chill out. I know. I got a little evil there. Anyways. You are evil. The power is getting too much for you. Too much lore. (laughs) Okay. Drunk on the lore. Oh my god. Why are you drinking out of the bottle when you have a glass? I don't want to make a sound of pouring it. Go ahead. We want to hear it. It's empty now. Oh. Wow. Noah's drunk Drinky again. Drinky Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> Drinky Magoo over here. Okay. Um, moving on. This is Kate's last conspiracy theory. Sad, honestly. We also cannot forget about Trick. And now wherever the shard is, is just floating out there. And there's the potential for their paths to cross. But I don't have too much of a theory. Yes. Kate, let me just tell you. One. There are many strings fraying. And I will tell you that Trick is certainly all about finishing their job. Yeah. Update on the Trick scenario. Trick escaped the cabin. That's right from the call. Decided, for some reason, did not pursue Zola using the teleportation circle. Even though they technically had a round to pursue Zola, when they, like, cornered her, they chose not to. We don't know why. From there, Trick escaped somewhere into Marfin's many, many rooms that are in his Marfin's Magnificent Magical Menagerie. Lots of doors there. He hid in one of them. Marfin doesn't know where. That's what the Marfin call to Zola was. Mm-hmm. Being like, ah, Trick escaped again, essentially, and I don't know where they are in my fucking house. Um, and then from there, that's what we know, that's where we know literally where Trick is, because mm-hmm. we don't know if Trick left there or if Trick is still there. Right. Zola sent a paper bird to Tinderdick to be like, call off your goon <laughs> trick remember oh, right. and so basically was like now trick is essentially at some point trick will get a message from tinder dick basically being like hey calling off the hit man don't need to do this but then trick will probably be like i still need to do this i need to do this because this is something that is you know trick is different now trick has been changed by coming back to life what so does- you know it's kind of it's their uh, their ability their judgment on what taking and leaving the job is a little skewed right now. Right, and they have nothing else to really be alive for anymore. Being brought back to life when you have been dead for a little bit mm-hmm. is pretty fucked in the world of Faithful. Some shittery goes down, if you know what I mean. I am very interested to see how that all pans out. Uh, me too. That is some that is some stuff that's kind of like. I don't think that'll get resolved until maybe the sixth arc. Kate, I just want to say thank you again for your conspiracies. Ilana, thank you again for your conspiracies. And now, the conspiracy of all conspiracies. Who could this be from? Of course, our conspiracy king. (laughs) Kingspiracy. Kingspiracy. (laughs) Patrick Braunstetter. I probably fucked up that pronunciation too, didn't I? We'll dub it Fuck. in. Give us, give us two more takes. Fuck. Okay, okay, perfect. So Pat has some very juicy theories that uh, Pat, Pat, Lisa, and I are discussing together, actually. <gasps> now we are triple conspiring, no. discussing together, which is bad for you. Yeah, that's actually a lot of trouble for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what, gang? I guess I'm fucking screwed. Yeah, you fucking screwed. You are. <laughs> yeah, you so, fucking screwed. So you know what? You are. <laughs> and actually, guys... I'm not going to say the conspiracy that we are talking about. What? Why? All I have to say is that it'll probably come up in the next episode <clears throat> of Ashley's Conspiracy Corner. Okay. 
Here it is, it is, is the final show. conspiracy of Ash's Conspiracy Corner. Three hours later, here we are. The conspiracy is from Pat verbatim. Oh, and I'm pretty sure by this point, Plebo is in love with Zola. <laughs> I had no, I could have never prepared myself. I know, I know. I really wound it up. I wound you up. I I do want to just say that, don't directly quote me on this, but I believe in an Afterlife episode, Lisa and I joked about the idea that Plevo was the same age as Zola. We were like, what if this whole time Plevo was like same age and like became a love interest so the fact that patrick is like we are in this. i believe Literally. that they are in love is he is so it's funny. like one of those like hate you but then i love you stories oh, and so my, then honestly my fa- honestly my one of my favorite tropes is the hate to love trope it's mm-hmm. one of my favorites mm-hmm. so then on my way here pat and i actually were making our fan fiction so allow me to read it to you oh god <laughs> <laughs> calm down noah I said, ha, 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 this is the content that people want. He says, it certainly is what I want. A steamy hot scene between Plebo the snail under paddle and Zola. I say, ha, 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 ha. Plebo the, the snail. snail. <laughs> I say, ha, 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 She seduces him and then murders him like the praying mantis. He says, with her freakishly strong thighs. And I say, ha, 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 ha. Oh, my God. 20 strengthening. Oh my god, this is actually brief aside. There was a TikTok I saw where this guy was like someone was like, You have 18 strength as like a modif as their score, and he did some like test and showed that he actually has 16 strength, and he was incredibly strong. So Zola with her 20 strength would absolutely be able to crush someone between her thighs. Yeah. Like I a commoner, I would be like so if you want to kill this person, you can that make way. Make the squishy bug noise you make. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Oh, God. And with that squishy bug noise. <laughs> That's what we're ending <laughs> up. Incredible. Oh An hour of content. Oh, my Guys, God. Guys, again. With a thank you so much for conspiring with me. It is makes me so happy to know that people are listening carefully to every single little thing that my partner says Mm. and um trying to break the story because that is the greatest game of all yes can i get out of these um bindings now can i leave the studio your manticles my manticles can i get out of these manticles ashley you cannot get out of your manticles Corner. Corner. Thank you for conspiring with me. 